All right, hey guys, what's going on? So imagine for a second that you live on a sailboat in the Caribbean somewhere. Wake up every day and you have a job, right? You have this job you go to. It's mixed selling drinks at the local pub on some tropical island. <laughs> you ride the dinghy in. You got a dinghy attached to your sailboat and you take it in. Or your, or your son or daughter ride in with you so they can take it back to shore and then they pick you up later. You work four hours hanging out with the locals and some sailors who come in, some people who float in and are just going to spend the night. And you get some, they get to know the locals too. And then you, you go back to your to your boat at the end of your shift, right? And you got to catch supper. So you throw a line in and maybe grab a cold beer or maybe a hot beer, depending on if the icebox is full. And that's the extent of your day. Maybe, oh, about me once a week, you have to spend about four hours working on your boat. Got to fix, mend some sails, or you got to clean some, polish some chrome, or, you know, take care of some rust issues or whatever, just minor repairs, right? And then every evening you fix a drink and you turn your, turn your attention towards the sunset and you greet the sunset and say goodbye to the day. Not a bad way to spend your, spend your time, huh? Not a bad way to spend your time. Imagine similar scenario. You have a house that fits who you are. You don't owe too much on it because you bought what you could afford. Just enough to give you a place to sleep, a place to fix your food, a place to get out of the weather, and a place to launch your life from. And you wake up every day, and yes, there's this, you have to go to a job, and the job is what it is, right? And you show up every day, and you do that job, but when you get done with that job, the rest of your time is yours. You don't have a big lawn to take care of. You've got rock, and your house is stucco, so you don't have to paint it. And it's not real big, so it only takes a couple hours to clean it. And the rest of your time and your resources are yours to do whatever you want with. So you spend your time doing things like going golfing. You only work four days a week. You've arranged it with your boss to work four tens. Or maybe you're only working 30 hours a week because you just don't need the money. You don't have any debt, right? The house is paid for because that was part of the plan. Imagine the choices. Imagine what you could do with all that extra time and money. You could work six months really hard and you could take six months off. That'd be cool. Go travel for a while. Go see some stuff. You could, you could spend all that spare time you have and all that spare money you have learning new things. You could, you could, you could, you could write a book. You could write a novel. You could... Are you getting the picture? Are you getting the point? The point I'm making here is that regardless of where you are, regardless of what your life looks like, let's just forget about your life completely. There is There are a hundred different ways to live life. There are more choices than we can imagine on the things that we could spend our time doing. The struggle we face lies in our ability to choose. That's where it all comes gets all cloudy and that's where things get all messed up and that's where we that's the reason that we find ourselves we wake up and we're in these lives that we live, right? And and not only do we live these lives, but we live these lives for a long time. Young man gets the house, goes in debt, 
50 years down the road, he's an old man. Still grinding it out, doing the same thing he did when he was 27, right? Except now he's 60, 70. There's another way to do it. There's a, there's all kind there's always another way to do it. Imagine for a minute if you have you have young if you have children that are growing up in high school or even imagine your children growing up and the one thing that you teach your children is that they do not want to be in debt. You take it upon yourself because they're not going to get this education from the school system. It's going to be from you as their parents, but they get this you teach them that debt is bad and that we work for what we we work and earn the money to buy the things we want to buy. And people say, well, you know, but you can't buy a house that way. Well, yes, you can. It just takes patience and focus, right? But what, what does living debt-free give you? Well, technically, it gives you the ability to not have to go to work, right? If you don't owe anyone anything, if you are living debt-free then technically, if you're saving money, you don't need to work, right? If you're saving money, if you're living debt-free and you don't have any outlay, except for maybe, you know, the standard stuff, your cell phone and what have you, but you don't have any long-lasting debt like car loans and credit card payments and house mortgages, right? Imagine how much freedom you, you have. Whatever you do to earn your money, I'm sure that there's a million places you can go to earn similar money, or even better yet, because you don't have any debt, you can just take the time to learn a new skill, right? But no one's talking about that. The story from the time we can actually take in information and start evaluating our surroundings, we have, are given an image that, oh, this is, this is how you do it. This is this is how we do it. This is the way we do it, right? We 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 debt's fine. Yeah. Oh, the banker will tell you. Oh, yeah. We can get you that loan. Have you ever noticed how they appraise a house out just as just as high as it as the bank loan is on it? House price always goes up. Unless, of course, it's I mean a major difference in the amount of money. But for the most part, if you if you're looking at at a house mortgage, looking at financing a house, the appraiser always seems to be able to hit it right there. Found some comparables. Some comparables. There's a just. I'm just saying. There's another way. How do you discover that? Well, you start looking around. What will you learn today? What will you learn about the world around you? About things that are that you can do that you don't know right now. When you lay your head down tonight, what thing will you be able to say? Hey, listen, I learned that. Yeah, that was a pretty cool tip. I learned that. Thanks. The only way you're ever going to find another way to live the life you're living is if you start looking for one. If you start looking for one. And this is not a promise in, by any means that this is the one for you. Because just like just like everything in life, just like your shoes, the, the style and the approach you use to change your life, it has to fit. I kind of have a straight line, hard line about it, I think. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not here to entertain you. If I happen to entertain you, cool. I'm here to help you figure out that if you want to do something different with your life, if you want to spend more time doing what you enjoy with the resources that you can generate, then, then this is how you do it. You take the steps, you pick it, you build a story around it, you go after it, and you attack those obstacles that stand in the way. And you continue to do that, you create uh, consistency in those actions, and you win. 
the reason that your life looks like it does isn't necessarily because it's this amazing life. Because if it is an amazing life, then I guarantee everything in your life is in order. Your house is clean. Your cars are clean. All the stuff you have are organized. And the truth is that's not the way it is. And when you start looking at what you have accumulated... Take a look at those things that aren't up to snuff, that aren't looking like you love what you're doing, that yard, right? And ask yourself, well, hell, if I'm not, if I don't want to take care of it, if I don't want to put the energy into it, why do I have it? That's another way to look at it, right? If you don't love mowing lawns, then why would you have a lawn? You're not getting paid for it. Oh, sure, it's cooler. Okay, I'll give you that. Air conditioning's cooler. Not being there, being at the lake is cooler. Even if it's hot at the lake, it's better than mowing lawn, right? And yet when I when I broach this subject and I talk about there might be another way to live your life, people look at me like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You're attacking me. Now here comes the burden. The burden we face is being able to affect that change. It's not about struggle because we know how to struggle. And for the most part, most of us know how to work. And if you're if you're sitting here tuning in to this because you think maybe this is your ticket to not have to work hard, I'm sorry, you're in the wrong spot. Go find another podcast because I I will never tell you anything that in the, the to that implies that you're not going to work because you're working now. The homeless dude is working now. The panhandler on the corner, he's working. You never avoid the struggle, right? It's just what you get for it. But in order for you to step out, you have to escape the ideas you've been given. What do you mean? You, you know, you're, you're not going to buy a house. That's not buying a house is a waste of money. Really? It's also a waste of time, especially if most of the crap that comes with buying a house sucks. And of course, that's a personal choice. Maybe you love it. But like I said, if I show up at your house and it needs painted and it's not been painted in a while and there's weeds in the lawn hasn't been cut and you go inside and it's kind of cluttery and not all pimped out like a like 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 a showroom. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that's a perfect fit. Don't seem like you're into your game, right? I can tell a guy who loves his vehicle. My my brother loves his vehicle. You know how you can tell? It's clean. He pimps it out. Now, my truck's clean right now, too, but it's not because I love the idea of a, of a fancy, clean truck. It's because my truck is part of the equipment I need to live my life, the way I've, the way I've chosen to live it. I need that truck to be in top shape. And part of that is the obligation that you take care of your tools, right? That truck is a tool for me to be able to travel around the country. This RV... It's my home, but it's just, it's just technically a tool. It is an asset that allows me access to the life I want to live. And here's another one for you. So when you think about rich people, you'd be surprised how many rich people do not own any of their own property. Their property is an asset of a corporation that they have access to. Why? Because they can deduct it. They can deduct the cost of that asset. They can depreciate the cost of that asset. Uh oh. How about this? Instead of you, instead of you buying a house in Florida and being concerned about about having it vacant for six months a year, why don't you just buy a property that can be shared? And then when you're not there, you go ahead and just rent it out. Yeah, it'll take care of itself. You have a little money, it'll take care of itself. I guarantee it. Right? Not a bad plan. Have a property in Colorado when you're not there in the winter. It's rented out. 
You've got to get it someplace where someone would want to rent it, right? But you can make those choices. There's always another way to do it. Talking about the steps, jumping in on the steps on this one real quick. There are steps to do it, and we've, I'm going to go over this because I owe it to you, and, and you owe it to yourself to consider the steps. The steps are to choose what it is you're doing. Find something that inspires you that you want to change about your life. Build a story around it that creates an image in your mind that motivates you to change it. And just, just to remind you, no half-assed dreams here. you got to have something that's tangible that you own. Not because it's on Facebook, not because your friends own it, but because it's part of who you are, right? And go after it. Identify the hurdles, the things between you, where you are now, and where you want to be, and start picking them apart. Start tearing them apart and use that image of where you're going and what your life's going to look like after you get there as your fuel, your motivation, your inspiration to clear those obstacles and to stay in the fight. And if you don't know what that is right now, it's time for you to step outside your box and start learning what you don't know about life. What you don't know about the things that you may be interested in. It's okay. Try something from the menu you haven't tried. You don't have to order it again, but at least try it, right? That's where it's at. Hey, guys, I wake up every day and I'm excited about it because I believe in my story. I believe in the message here, and it works. I'm living proof of it. Sandy and I got married at 16 and 18. We have three amazing independent adult children, and we have the world, and we have a world full of choices, and it's all because we followed the plan. We took the time to pick it, to take action on it, and to be consistent about it. So keep that in mind. I hope you'll pick something. I hope you pick something today, and you turn around, and in a week or two weeks or a month, you come back and you say, you know what, you're right, it works. Because it's not about how you feel about what you're doing. It's about where what you're doing is taking you. Build a great story around it. Pick the right thing, and I guarantee you'll be unstoppable. So keep that in mind. Until next time, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.